Welcome to Bloody Good Horror. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name's Eric, and I'll be your host for this evening, where we will be reviewing Brian Bertino's uh, The Dark and the Wicked. He did The Strangers, Joe, but it always makes me think of the, the South Park movie. Olympic gold medalist, <laughs> Brian Bertino. <laughs> Brian Bertino. <laughs> That's right. Brian uh, joining me tonight, first up, you just heard him from Chicago. His name is Joe. Oh, top of the morning to you, lassie. Aren't you Polish? You know, uh, <laughs> you celebrate Cinco de Mayo, right? Like, no, it's, uh, I don't. Well, <laughs> you, like people who enjoy fun right. and life yeah. sometimes do, Eric. Yeah. Interesting. We'll have to learn more about that later. Next up on the show, from Atlanta, Georgia, please welcome Cece. Hello. Sorry, hot Lana. I apologize. Ew, please don't. <laughs> Next up on the show, from Indiana, where apparently they're just giving out COVID shots. It doesn't matter. They don't care. They're like, whatever. We can't get anyone else to take these. You take it. Please welcome Casey <laughs> to the show. Sadly enough, I couldn't convince the guy at the liquor store to give me a discount because I was a giant leprechaun today. <laughs> That's not how leprechauns work. And last up tonight on the show, he has a ring light now mm-hmm. which everyone does on the show it's i feel very, like the, john's ring light has like fixed your connection like all of a sudden you're it does very like, like well i think I his know, camera was bad clear. under low light so it was like very uh, pixelated but now it's just i i can very clearly see the five o'clock shadow of the only part of his facial hair he can grow which is the goatee I was gonna. Yeah. Th- I was see, gonna say i there's think a line cc was commenting on your focus on john now yeah it's great. Real nice. It's real nice. Yeah. I can much more clearly <laughs> nice. see this bizarre atrium that you re- have been recording in since you moved to Maryland. It's great. Uh, yeah. Hey guys. Oh yeah. Please. Welcome I also, John I got a, I got a new outfit courtesy of one. Yeah. Joe and John tonight wearing drug rugs. Um, yeah. Where's good. Drug rug buds. I'm going to be honest. My solidarity. My nipples hurt just looking at it. It just uh, looks like wearing a burlap. I mean, I got a shirt on. I was under, like, you still, don't wear any, I have yeah, very sensitive nipples, John. Oh, I literally the only thing I'm wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot yeah, tell you guys where the uh, ring light is clipped onto at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> John, it's you look my penis, John. <laughs> yeah, and now I just think about you, John. You look like, like... Prince Flintstone in a drug rug. <laughs> John, you look like the guy at a hippie festival who like didn't bring any of his own food or drugs, but is yeah. very comfortable borrowing everyone else's. Yeah, John looks like a fucking narc. Cool <laughs> yeah, you look like a narc. Like you're just yeah. wandering. You're just like wandering into people's campsites, like eating food right out of their coolers, and just like it's all love, man. We're all just here for love, and, you know. And the yeah. sleeves are so pleated, so we know that it's not real. Yeah, John's walking over. Hey, drugs are pretty cool, huh, guys? Hey, kids. Hello, fellow children. <laughs> Let's do some drugs huh 
some illegal substances. Hmm. <laughs> Take whatever illegal substances you got. <laughs> Line them up. It's yeah, the drug rug really isn't uh, worn in until it just really smells like smoke and BO and like. Yeah, like, do you wash it or do I just wear it until it? I think it's like dreadlocks. I think you really up outside when it needs to, like. You (laughs) you really want them to set in, you know. You want it to just like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Febreze is your friend. Set on its own. No, Febreze. That's not the life, man. You know, that's not authentic. If you Febreze it. Yes, but we're older, so you got to have the Febreze to make it uh, fit in. Put, put, I'll, I'll like waft some uh, incense. Just put it yeah. out into the sun. <laughs> put it out in the sun every once in a while, John. It's self-regenerating. Do you have any patchouli incense? Mm-hmm. Do you tie this part? Like, does this part tie? It seems no, that just non-functional. Goes, man. What are you, go, yeah. are you going on a job interview, John? <laughs> <laughs> does this part tie? I love it. It's good. It's big. I might need to watch it just to shrink it. How does your wife feel about the uh, drug rug? Oh, not a fan. <laughs> she's, she's not liking it. She doesn't like that it came into the house, period. Can you describe I mean, her reaction when you showed it to her? Well, no. She, I, uh, so it came with my... Joe ordered this for me with the we ring light, which out, I also John, did not want. John did not want a ring light. Yeah, no, but it looks good. I, I'll give you guys that. Um, I opened the box, and Suzanne was like... Are you are you kidding me with this? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, you, know, you, you can you know ping Joe, it's your I, boy. I really like the teal. All you need now is a pair of like those knit gloves. You know, like Joe knows one. Oh, like Vermont the style. The you know what, Bernie? Yeah. You need like Bernie style knit gloves, like he was wearing at the inauguration. Oh, that Bernie. There you go. How I, many Bernies do you know, John? I don't know. I thought Weekend at Bernie's. Like, it's a chill movie. Like, you no, know. He's on. dead, John. There's only one Bernie. <laughs> yeah, he actually is dead in real life and in the movie. So Didn't it's... he wear a drug rug in that at, at one point? I think. Uh, maybe. I think so. Maybe might... in the second one. In the one sequel. of them, there was a drug rug. I think you're right. Yeah. Anyway, we're way off topic. Joe, why don't you um, tell me what we're drinking tonight? Beer guts. Uh, so before we get into this, we actually got a uh, a request on Twitter, which I thought was a great idea um, to give sort of a, a trigger warning here for for folks that maybe don't drink or might be recovering alcohols. So alcohols or alcoholics. Uh, so yeah, we'll figure out a better way to do this. But this is your warning right here, uh, and thanks for listening. Um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> what the hell's the name of this movie? The the dark the and dark uh, and the wicked. The Dark and the Wicked, a um, uh, heartwarming tale of a, uh, a family living out on a farm and just people are dropping dead left and right, I guess, or they're getting ready to. Um, in honor of that beautiful farming and the, the community they have there, I picked a, a farmhouse ale or saison, as you might uh, hear them referred to, from the good folks at Oma Gang Brewery, which is out in Cooperstown, New York. The beer I picked of theirs is their Hennepin. Um, which I may or may not be saying right, but I, I feel like I might be. Um, comes in at 7.7% alcohol, so a, a little bit up there. You'll find this one in sort of the the champagne uh, bottle um, or, you know, whatever whatever you want to call that. Um, so I haven't done a ton of saisons or, or farmhouse ales. Generally, they're, they're lighter in color, have a lot more sort of carbonation to them. They're bottle conditioned, which means pretty much you go through the brewing process 
they start to ferment, then they're bottled, but then the the live active yeast is still in the bottle there. So they continue to sort of ferment and matriculate and, and do their thing in the bottle. So these are really good for like aging, right? Like you can buy one and then if you have it at like cellar temperature, let it go for a few years and, you know, the flavors will will sort of continue to uh, to mature or do their thing. Um, this one has a lot of sort of coriander, ginger, orange peel in the the flavor. Very sort of light, almost like refreshing, even though it is like a little bit higher in alcohol. Very good for the the summer months or even spring that we're getting into. So, I mean, Oma Gang, and I feel like they distribute throughout all of North America, even into to some other countries. So you should be able to find this one. Um, and they they were kind of at the forefront of like these um, like Belgian style beers, especially here in America. Um, so, you know, I, I believe they're owned by InBev at this point or, or some other larger company, but you know, they do make some good stuff. I, I stepped yeah. away for a second, Joe, do you mention they're in New York? They are. Yeah. Cooperstown, New York. Um, but you know, sometimes you got to suck up to the man. If where you, is, if you Co- want. where is Cooperstown? Um, is that where the whole fame is? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, and, uh, and that's it. It's maybe like an hour and a half from where we grew up. I do it's remember, you know what else is there, John? I remember from one of my childhood baseball Hall of Fame trips, there there used to be a Hojo's there. I'm guessing mm. not I anymore. Mean, of course. Well, the Yo, it's, last, owned by, yeah. it's owned by Duvel. So oh, I, there you go. it yeah. still qualifies as like pretty cool. Yeah, I guess. Um, you know, uh, the last Hojo's, Eric, located in Lake George, New York. Oh, I didn't know that still existed. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. Who uh, wouldn't want to go there? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so omagang.com is their website. I'm not going to spell it. You can figure that out. Um, and yeah, I mean, their stuff is great. If you're looking to get into Belgians or, or try and find something a little outside of like your typical beer flavor, like this is definitely a great place to start. So, uh, so there you go. Love it. Thanks, Joe. Me too, man. I love stuff. Okay. Let's, uh, do it. Let's talk about the dark and the wicked. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Of the front time. Main feature. John Eric. Regional quiz here. When you were growing up, did you say things were wicked? You grew up in in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Not regularly. Okay, Joe. Wicked, awesome. Yeah, it came up like it. it I don't. It, we didn't not use it, but it wasn't like a regular. You know. Did you say wicked, Joe? Um, I mean, in reference to the Ice Cube song, absolutely. Interesting, Cece. Uh, definitely not. Definitely not. I said it all the time, and then we, we didn't say it in Indiana. Just so you. And know. then, like, but then, kind of moved away and would meet people in other places, and they'd be like, "Oh, you're from Boston?" I'd be like, "No, I'm from like." A place you've never heard of in New York. <laughs> I I guess I do remember saying like "wicked cool" and stuff. Yeah, like that's that, what I'm like saying. In my younger days, yeah. people don't. Not everybody says that, Joe. That's the point I'm trying to make. Here. Mm. Ice Cube I, does. I I assume Cece never called anything "wicked cool" in her youth. Uh, definitely no. <laughs> <laughs> Missed out on that one. I'd love to know what the uh, awesome t- what the Texas Chainsaw Massacre equivalent of "wicked cool" is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think like awesome. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> See, I would have said oh. wicked awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's like next it's kind of like awesome. you sub it out for it. Like it, it's used in a similar way that like fucking would be used. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah like 
you know, for my vocabulary now, like fucking is definitely the, yeah. the adverb yeah. that's right. I still I say, my, I would have said like, I got gonorrhea from wicked. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts wicked bad. You get that, John? You get what I, I was doing? I got you, Joe. Thanks buddy. <laughs> following, following. Drug rug, bud. <laughs> Drug rug friend. All right, John, uh, please bring us the word of the day. Eric, today's word, many good suggestions, but we went with bucolic. Yes. Relating to the pleasant aspects of the countryside and country life. I thought that was ironic for this film, you know, Uh, bucolic, B-U-C-O-L-I-C. So it comes to us from the Greek word for ox, bous, B-O-U-S, which becomes uh, bucolos, Herdsman, and eventually buco- bucolic. Bucolos. You know, there's also a farming museum in Cooperstown, New York, Eric. I don't know if you've ever been there. That was uh, one. Of, I think our fifth grade trip was to the farming museum in Cooperstown, New York. Mm. Thrilling. Love mm-hmm. it. Yes, lots of fun field trips to go to in New York, upstate New York. <laughs> I went to Montreal once. We went to the mall. I mean, that's... Montreal's pretty dope, but yeah, yeah that's all I remember. There's about other it. malls you can is go the to. Mall. I, I think I guess I remember we probably went to the stadium there. There's like a baseball stadium there. That sound right? Expos or some shit. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's yeah. in a hotel. They used, they used to have a team. They do not have a team. Oh, interesting. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> Way to remind them. Really oh, rubbing it. I'm thinking in. of the Blue Jays, right? The Toronto that's Blue Jays Toronto, are the one. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. the record, we have malls in Indiana. There you go. You could have gone <laughs> oh, to Indiana. Thanks, Casey. You come to Minnesota, we the Mall of America up there. <laughs> yeah. Which, which I discovered was really just a mall, but like three times as big with the same stuff. So there's like three gaps. Yep. It's not like. <gasps> what? That's bullshit. Yeah. Why? They have multiple versions of the same store. Why would you yeah. do yep. that? It's, it's literally, it's a mall, just like three malls shoved together. I mean, there's yeah. like a little amusement park in the center too, which is pretty cool. But there's, there's also a Peeps store. If you're into Peeps. There's a whole store yeah. there. There's a there's really some, there's some cool stores scattered throughout, but mostly it's yeah. all repetition. A lot of a lot of repeats, yeah. There's a really dope huge mall in Providence, Rhode Island, where the literally it has its own exit from the highway. Like you get off the highway and you loop around and you go right into the parking garage, which is just like kind of like a capitalism nightmare but also like hey i'm at the mall now i was gonna say you define <laughs> that as cool like- <laughs> you know where the second largest mall in america was supposed to be eric where crossgates <gasps> in uh colony new york really? but the uh, locals shot it down because they thought whoa we don't want too many jobs here in albany let's uh, <laughs> uh joe let's that mall's real that, depress- that mall's real depressing these days let me tell you about it because i haven't been in, in probably 15 years at least it's not great hey john eric are we done with mall talk? Is that used mall, to be a Bugaboo Creek there to bring it all back. That's to, how to I've. Africa. That's how I'm familiar with Bugaboo Creek. Yes, if we yep. did bring it back. <laughs> Jesus, John. Cooters, although now I'm really cooters, just wondering. Cooters. I really just want to look up the world's last hojos now and check that out. <laughs> like Joe already told you where it is. I don't know. Well, what, I'm gonna go Google yeah, it while you're yeah, talking. What do you John. need to know? You got a, a, a hojos Wikipedia sitting right here. I'm gonna go <laughs> Google it while you're talking, John. Uh, why don't you uh, tell us about uh, the dark and the wicked? dark and the wicked um so i think eric you mentioned at the top this comes to us from brian bertino not the famed ice skater 
um, writer director. Um, yeah, I mean, most most well known for writing and directing The Strangers. He's done a couple other movies. I hadn't seen these, and uh, as we can discuss, I- I'm actually kind of interested to see them. The Monster. Anybody he had done them? a. Bon- I'm on his Wikipedia. He did a, a handful of things I'd never heard of. Yeah, well, he's he's directed. He's got four directing credits, with The Strangers being the first thing. He did a movie called Mockingbird, and then a movie called Mo- The Monster. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm actually interested to watch both of those at this point. But um, really quick, Joe. Oh, oh, it's the restaurant. It's the restaurant is the last one in. Joe, there's a website called Eater, which someone wrote like a long ass like think piece about visiting the last. Howard Johnson. Uh, so I'm that warms my out. heart. Eater's like a, it's like a big website these days. Yeah, I mean, I sure, John, I believe you. Go ahead. All right. Uh, all right. So Brian Bertino, The Dark and the Wicked. Um, this is on Shutter. We should shout out our friends at Shutter, uh, which is where we watch this. Um, this is the story of Luis and Michael, who venture to their parents' home, where their mom is effectively. I mean, it's they live on this farm. Although it's not like a working farm where there's like crops, I think it's mainly just goats. Uh, Sheeps, right? I don't know what they mostly. No, they, they were had sheep. both. They have. I saw both. Sheep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. I, I was like, I thought there were some goats, but um, so the mom is there. She is struggling from a mental health standpoint, let's say, and it, it mostly that has to do with the fact that she's there with the father. Um, who is who's dying? I mean, he's not not even really a character. He doesn't move from the bed uh, for the whole film. Um, but so the two kids, the adult children, sort of like come back to the home, um, and basically as soon as they get there, the mom's kind of like, "Hey, I told you not to come, or I asked you not to come." Um, and <laughs> you yeah, know, they play that song. Mama told me not to come. Do you think he ever hums that in his head? <laughs> yeah. She was humming that to herself while she was... Oh, mama told me not to come. Yeah. Uh, but pretty quickly, I mean, this is like in the first 20 minutes of the movie, the mom <laughs> hangs herself. Uh, three-dog night, John. There's, yeah, there's, there's not a lot of three-dog night. It's a lot more suicide in this film than that. Well, her biggest problem is she had too many fingers. I think, was the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, Dude, I mean, we can come back it. to that. But, um, uh, yeah, so the mom kills herself... And and really, the rest of the film is like the kids in this home where they they can't leave or they they are not comfortable leaving because the dad is there, um, but they are being driven slowly insane by something. TBD, uh, to be discussed, <laughs> I guess. Um, and I mean, that's it. That's the setup. We I don't know. We should we can we can kind of talk about some of the stuff that happens along the way. No, that's pretty good. Uh, Cece, what do you think? Uh, yeah, so I saw. We the... should point out too. You grew up on a uh, somewhat of a farm, right? Like in a farmhouse in the setting. I believe this is. A... <laughs> um, it, yes, it wasn't as intense of a farm as this. It was like uh, a cicada farm. <laughs> did no. you have crops? Because they did not seem to have crops here. No, we had horses. Um, yeah. my grandmother didn't get goats until I moved to the city, and like I told y'all, a goat getting in your house is literally the biggest nightmare. Um, but anyway, that's a whole nother story. Um, (laughs) I had seen this, um, seen the preview for this a while ago and I didn't realize it was the director for the strangers. Um, the tone makes a whole lot more sense. I mean, it did not make sense, but it, I can definitely see his style, um, throughout the entire movie. Um, 
yeah, I thought it was, I watched it during the middle of the day and was still pretty actively unsettled. So um, overall, I enjoyed it. I think that there were maybe a few spots that could have like maybe done with a little more polishing so that like you could have followed a little better. Um, but I thought all of the performances were really great. Um, Marin, I can't think of her last name, but the um, actress who plays Louise, I really like. Like, I think she she's in Sneaky Pete and um, some other stuff, but I really like her a lot. And I think that um, she does a very good job of kind of embodying that, or I guess channeling the fear that her uh, mom initially does. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know that you have to grow up on a farm to be as creeped out as this, but it definitely helps because I was like, well, I haven't been home in a while and don't really miss it right now. <laughs> don't, don't need to go see it right now. Her name's Marin Ireland, which That's I'm, it. I almost want to accuse her of taking a stage name. Cause that is <laughs> yeah. what a thing. great tribute on St. Patty's day for us to do right? this, uh, there you go. this movie. Yeah. Joe. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty in line with CC. I think I'm glad I watched this during the day because I, I feel like the, the wife and I wanted to watch something a little more lighthearted last night. And I had a hunch this was not it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think I made the right call. I think Eric, you pointed out over email that it does get a little bit repetitive, right? Like mm-hmm. it's kind of 20 minutes of quiet slowness. Something spooky happens. 20 minutes of quiet slowness. And then you know, things ramp up. Uh, but I would say this is probably like one of the eeriest movies we've watched in a long time. Like, yeah, definitely by the end, um, you know, things reach a crescendo uh, at certain parts. And it, it's very much like a, a word of the day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know if it has like a punch in the gut, like some of the other movies we've seen. Um, it, it's not, you kind of see it coming, I want to say, uh, but still it doesn't make it any less impactful. Uh, so, you know, I was a little on the fence, I want to say like in the first half hour or so, uh, because it did feel like maybe we were just going to start going for cheap jump scares. Um, but there's definitely some like cringy stuff that happens in that time. And then by the end, I, I think I was, I was pretty much on board with the whole thing. Casey. So this is a movie I was I was riveted throughout like the first act. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fantastic in the way it unfolded. I was really hooked on it, really drawn in. And then as we carried on through the second and third act, it kind of got repetitive and just got kind of stretched out. And it didn't quite live up to the same as what the first act it was for me. So by the end, I still enjoyed it by the end of the movie, but it wasn't quite what I hoped it would be eat my banana john <laughs> uh riveted yeah. for, for john's pleasure cc did you notice uh, that i'm just breaking pieces off now because you made me self-conscious i'm sorry <laughs> i i found this movie very scary yeah um i mean it's one of the scariest things we've seen in a while like to the point where i was like legit uncomfortable watching it by myself in the dark oh, um, Johnny. <laughs> I mean, look, like it's it's really well done. Like it's it is a really good straight up like horror movie. It's certainly there's a little bit of like um you know, horror movie jump scare mechanics stuff that he's using 
that's a, it is a little cheap, but it got me hundred percent. Like just totally scared the shit out of me, you know? And, and all that being said, like, and it's funny cause we haven't, we talked, we hadn't seen these, I haven't seen the other films, but it reminds me of strangers in the way that he develops tension in the space within scenes. Um, he's just really effective at that stuff. You know, he, he has a very natural sense. I mean, he also wrote, wrote the film, right? So it's a lot of it has to do with like the pacing and the structure as well as like the individual content of scenes. Um, so he's, he's just really effective at that stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it quote unquote in the way that you enjoy a horror movie that really kind of puts you through the ringer, but it's not like a, feel good, laugh out loud, you know, knee slapper. Like this thing was a bit of a ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. There are things this movie does incredibly well. <clears throat> I think that it is the, just some very, very well realized atmosphere mm-hmm. and creepiness. Like this whole, you know, one of my favorite parts of the movie was just the house itself and not even, yeah, from the outside, but like the inside of that house felt so authentic and lived in. Like yeah. just how things were placed and like just the way it was aged. Like it felt like they just moved some crusty farm people out and didn't touch a thing and shot in there. Like that's what it feels like. Some and crusty I think crusty farm people. <laughs> and I think that the um <laughs> I love the main actress. Again, like she just feels she's feels so authentic in the role, not only just like in who she is, but this grief that she's going through. Um, I like the brother a lot too, but I think a little, maybe a little less so than the the sister. Um, <clears throat> I think, so I like, I enjoyed this movie. I think there's aspects of it that are really well made. The sound design in particular is really, really effective. And it's a huge part of the scares in the film. Like we'll talk about this recurring thing of the sort of bootleg, uh, tripwire system she's made outside of the, uh, yeah. Trick question, John. Why didn't you just she just close the door? I don't know. <laughs> like, I, well, because I just, obviously that's like he can open minutes. the door. You saw that true. he yeah, opened the door you. when Louise closed it. So that's, that's true. A, that's very a true. very that's a folklorish thing to right. do. Like to those are like charm. Like they're like blessed charms. I like the very I like the very randomness of the objects hanging from it. Um, I think ultimately for me that it, it is the repetitiveness that to me stops this from going from being like a pretty good movie to like a really fantastic one, like the strangers or something. Cause I think that like spoiler alert, this movie kind of has one thing up its sleeve and that is, and that is demon scares you and freaks you out with an image that's not real until you kill yourself. And it's like that. So when Joe says there's a scare and then 20 minutes and then a scare. Like eventually that's what the movie devolves into. And that's it. Like nothing else happens basically until kind of the very 20 end. 20 minutes is long. Like it might, but, feel you know, like but my minutes, point but is that like, yeah, it doesn't like 18. <laughs> it doesn't really feel like it escalates. Cause there's another interesting thing going on here, John. I was thinking about this last week with our discussion of the stylist about kind of drawing that line between your, like the, so much of we've joked a lot in last year, right? Like so much about the movies that have kind of really gotten to me personally over the last year are what I would call like grief porn. Like really that's Mm. kind of what I'm talking about when I talk about these movies that are like really brutal in a lot of instances, it's like, Hey, you like some grief? Well, let's rub it in your face for 90 minutes. Just like get up in your nostrils, make sure you're smelling it really good. Um, 
what this what we <laughs> talked about really evocative with your but we, what we talked this. about with the stylist was like the way it was even though it was bleak it leans so far over the genre-ness line of it like going with the genre feel that it it kind of like rounds the edges off of it a little bit this movie i feel like in some ways can't decide what it wants to be like does this want to be a modern prestige horror film about grief or does it want to be a jump scary supernatural movie where a dude stands next to you in the shower and his face moves blurry and weird. Like I feel like he gets up to those scare moments and he doesn't like, cause it does in some of those moments really lean into the genre stuff, which is fine. That's great. And yeah. like, it's also okay to make a really serious film about like human shit, like grief, but I'm just like some, there's p- parts where it feels uncalibrated to me and it's kind of where i feel like i don't know where he's taking me in the end of this by the time it's over other than just trying to make me feel bummed out which she accomplished so but i (laughs) I but again like i think it's very i think this film is very accomplished visually i think there's incredible atmosphere and like it's very creepy i just something about it doesn't like tie all together for me I think um, I actually think that the way you put that is really, um, really accurate because it's not that like I I really enjoyed it. It's just, well, as much as you can being, you know, completely bummed out and just kind of depressed by the end of it. But um, I think that's kind of what I I meant by like needing the edges polished a little bit. Like I, I just wasn't like if you're going to talk about grief then okay or if we're gonna go into a more supernatural like you know I don't need you to explain the demon or like what exactly I mean I get it like he wants his soul like that's totally fine but there's just like I don't know the the motivation never really follows through in that end and it really made me think about um or I guess make comparisons to that um I think it was 2015 the movie Demon the Polish movie um where like the um groom is possessed by a dibbick at his wedding um oh, anyway I don't think, we didn't do that on the show i think i know what movie you're talking about okay i don't yeah i don't remember if we did it on the show i think that i we had just seen it but it's in the same kind of vein where like it's, it's so realistic and like there's so it's so bleak and natural but then there's just a weird like the i don't know the lines are never clearly drawn enough for you to be like okay this is where we're going um but that being said, I mean, there, even even the jump scares outside of the shower one was a little a little hokey. Uh, yeah. me. But him seeing his mom, like, yeah. if I saw that, I would shit myself. Like that, no, yep. no. And like, also, it remind, that <laughs> yeah, reminded sorry. me of like, was it the wind where they use really great use of those flat planes and just like the distance yeah. and stuff? Yeah. It's just like, where are you going? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I see the thing out there. It's, um, <laughs> and well, oh. and also just <laughs> a, a personal tidbit real quick. The way that that light is at like, I'm, I don't know if this guy grew up on a farm or what, but he has the lighting down really well because the light like we have one light um, <laughs> in our yard that is, um, you know, I mean, it's like a, a street lamp, but for some reason it only glows green. So like everything hmm. is a very weird, like green tint and him looking out the window and seeing her, I was like, Oh God, like <laughs> I can, like, I, I got that personal feeling of like, I, I've been here before and, and no, thanks. It's funny because I was thinking, I'm like, why is it so light outside right now? Like, because even at the, in the night scenes, they have the shades down and the like shades are kind of glowing a little yeah. bit. And that's, that's what uh, it feels like. Like it's, uh, 
like when you close the blinds, like it, and it's such an unnatural. I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have survived. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle hates spending the night at that house. He yeah. hates it. Oh, is that, 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 wait, wait, that house, yes, that house is still in the family, huh? <laughs> Eric, you're so, you know, it kills me when I have to say this, but that was actually, I agree with everything you said. Oh. Like it was a very, your, <laughs> cool. your analysis, cool. very well put. Um, this is it. This is when you two finally hook up. It's, it's finally <laughs> no, no, I'm really feeling the tension. Yeah, like, oh. It's happening. Yeah. Buddy, John, like when you get scared at night, you can call Eric. He's always there for you. As long as it's not past 9 p.m. You can fit into the drug rug together. Ooh. I, I bet just, we could. Well, no, the point, the point I was going to make is like the standard that it feels like you're holding it to is like really, really high. Like it's what I'm not. Listen, that's a, a good movie. But, no, no. Well, that's know. that's what I was going to say. It's like I agree. Like there are times where it kind of falls short of the, it, or it it wants to. It can't decide which way it's going. I mean that the blurry face thing when she's in the shower. It's I was real, like, what the like, fuck? It yeah. is a moment kind of so out of left field with the rest of this movie that that's in particular. I realize it's a moment, but it's a moment where I I feel like a, it's it's a personal thing. It's like a pet peeve of mine when a movie cannot communicate to me what it is and i yeah. kind of thought i knew what this was and then shirt shaky face in the shower and i'm like Wait, what well, the fuck is this and I felt this... standing there would have been enough like that yes, would have yes. been creepy exactly. enough i don't need it also made me wonder like and what then, movies yeah. have you been watching dude like what <laughs> like you got well, no, that from they, somewhere i felt so, the same way about showed up uh, in the shower with you is you know it's, <laughs> it's fine on its own <laughs> <laughs> you know the when the the caretaker who's like living you know there's a scene when he kills himself and it's like the daughter they do shows some herky jerky bullshit in that scene too. yeah she's like herky jerky yeah. but she's like cutting herself with a knife it's like all of, like that felt like a little out of but Which, like also, those are two of the most that? key scares in the movie too and that's kind of like an issue for me. especially well the daughter one especially well, yeah. but it was weird because, okay, so if we're going to lean, if we're going to talk about it being like a paranormal part, like a paranormal movie that's dealing with, you know, this demon that's wanting to steal souls of this man and his family, like, it it also, I don't know, the linear explanation of that doesn't make sense to me, I, like, in that regard, because it's supposed to be, like, these connections and these loves that you have. And I, I understand, like, the caretaker is really close with like the caretaker of the farm or the farmhand is really close to the family. But like, why? I, I don't know. Like it was weird that he used her to make him kill her to kill himself. And then when the daughter called the priest who all of a sudden was in Chicago and like, it wasn't even a real, like there, there's just some like weird things that like, just don't make sense. And I'm like, well, why didn't we yeah. explore that a little bit more? But I will say the heart. I mean, the the moment where the brother goes home, like that was a pretty like that was <sighs> depressing. Yeah. yeah, and that's it's a little. Um, yeah, it's a little. That was the worst part of the movie. That was the, I mean, yeah, I, could, like, I would rather watch her cut her fingers. Egregious, off again like part. over the top. I don't know. Like it, it kind of like I don't know about that part. Also, quick, uh, really quick though, the thing with the priest. I'm torn on that because I and again like spoilers. Spo like spoilers i love the suggestion at some point in the movie that anybody they may have talked to on this property was not real that's oh, actually sure. a really great mind fucking yeah, kind of moment i like that a lot the problem with the way they wrote it is like 
why Chicago, right? How did she not know yeah. she was calling Chicago? It's not like he used to live there and he moved there. So maybe she's calling yeah. like a self. Like you had well, to, your ass had to dial phone. one and an area code to get to Chicago right. from that fucking well, phone. Well, I need for him to say that like you sound like my daughter. Like it's, what I was trying to say. I under, like, that that was the point. So the point I was going to make. They could have like, done that exact thing and just done, made it clearer and less confusing. Yeah. But like Cece, you nice seem city. to have understood what was going on with the demon here. I felt like it I was didn't. like there was like one click less information that I was hope like I just had no goddamn idea even at the end no, of the film like same. what was the end goal of this demon now it was a scary ass demon like this demon scared yeah. me it scared the family like <laughs> lots of people killed themselves so like you know well John uh, but, but, like, but to be honest I feel done. like I feel like I only know that because I've seen other movies where they're like they're like i mean it's it's a very you lived on a farm all right well, we get yes, it. There was but, <laughs> john the demon accomplished like, his goal of inhabiting the body of inhabiting the body of the person the, <laughs> who, who the closest to death in this scenario like he wanted the most useless body of yeah. anyone in this house well, and that was the other thing too like okay i even in other like demon movies we've seen or i've seen like I get it that like they're a really good person and like they talk about the dad being like a good man and like the demon wants his soul. But like, I mean, yeah, he's a dude who lives on a farm. Like what? I mean, that's great. I listen, there are lots of good men out there who are hardworking living on a farm. I get it. But I'm like, why? I don't think that squares with all these other people. I don't think it really squares. I don't think it really squares the very end either. Like, okay. Like getting his soul and like inhabiting his body are not well the same i mean thing, i get right? that you got all these other people's souls because they killed themselves so like you get multiples for one but well, so the, the whole thing i was waiting for the entire time and this is like one of my i have two main criticisms film i'm going to get to the second in, in a little bit but like uh i was waiting for some like what was the thing that invited the demon like was the demon just there the whole time like there was just no there was no demon like when the kids were little, right? Like it was demons. Nobody knows because the the closest you ever get to that is like fake context. You think you're getting from the priest who's actually just the demon. So I don't, it doesn't, you can't take anything. The priest said, and all the priest said is like, she knew what was going on. I mean, demons can just show up when they feel like showing up. Like they're just bored and they're, they need to watch their drug rug. So they, for the purposes of a movie though, like give me something. I thought that the mom like invited the demon to try to like heal the dad or something. Like that's what I was waiting for. was like something like that. Interesting. Um, I didn't thought of that. The other thing that I was thinking the entire time this movie was happening and Cece, you just sort of made me think of this, but like, look, dad's a really nice guy. But like, if you're this daughter and this son, I would burn this fucking house to the ground and I would leave the first time I I saw that mom. I kept thinking like, they're like, well, we'll call the hospital. We'll call. And I'm like, look, I know it's rough, but put his ass in a wheelchair and leave him at the (laughs) hospital. Hey, Hey, did you see naked dead mom? (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. The doctor's like, sorry. And then hung herself, but there's no way she could have hung herself. We should totally stay. Like, the the doctor's like, yeah, sorry. I'm not going to authorize his like transfer to the hospital. It's like too bad. I'm driving to the hospital. I'm dumping Mm. him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and also it's like, I don't think that's how hospitals work. Suffocate himself. Like there's lots of ways that it could have just been like, oops, he's dead. Okay. we got to go. Oops. He's dead. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm with Cece on this, just to be clear. So. I'm just saying. Oops, this <laughs> rope got tighter on his foot and then ran out to the truck outside, and then we just That's drove. I mean, Oops, we knocked the candle over in the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude, weird shit happens on farms John, all the time. He literally, exactly. in the combine. I don't know. John, literally, everything in that house is flat, like ready to yes, go up in flames. It's, a, it's totally wood. Yeah, I do. I yeah. will say that that scene, that uh, scene in the kitchen with the uh, hand chopping, was real, yeah. real oh. jacked up. Yeah. Because then she started mincing it, and I was like, mm. "Wow." You can't put big chunks like that. In the I was trying to cut. Yeah. How are you going to put those down? How are you, I was like, listen, oh, I can't do this. How are you going to put those some down? some fantastic Foley work on, on display here. Oh, yeah. How are you going to put those down the toilet if you don't chop them up? Is all I'm <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to get stuck. It's no good. Let's see what you did there. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's just there's like some logic holes and i feel like it just I I, yeah i mean i'm with john like this this was really creepy and scared me but the way that i can unscare myself is to be like there's a lot of hmm. holes here that don't make yeah. sense yeah. to me no as a vehicle for scariness and some of that's jump scares some of it's like legit creepy ass scenes mm-hmm. it's really good it, but yeah if you start like poking at it it's you know yeah, yeah. i was saying too like i you know the the creepiness factor like if you if you've lived that far out in the country and or like on a farm those scenes are I mean they're gorgeous like they're very well shot in terms of like embodying that creepiness of being like okay well I've got to go check on the animals or I've got to go like (laughs) my brother and I would race each other to the barn at night to like turn off lights because we were like I mean it really wasn't even that far it was like maybe half of a football field and we were like no like the the, that distance like so much so many things could get you so oh yeah I totally I totally get it and it was well done but I'd like to poke the holes in it because it was a little too creepy, a little too real. But that's, that leads to what I was saying. The first act of this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The first act yeah. is really tense and it kind of peaks with, uh, when they find mom in the barn. And then after you get past that though, they're just kind of repeating the same things over and over and it just kind of draws out. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, the, the relationship between the brother and the sister, I really like, like, I thought that was, it was interesting, right? Like, you know, we've seen a lot of, as Eric has mentioned, a lot of grief movies, but this one was almost about this. They felt like this loyalty, this like obligation, you know, there, there were other emotions that were kind of baked in here that felt real and honest mm-hmm. combined with like the scariness of having to like race to see which one's going to like turn the lights grief on, I guess. is a I mean, great grief there's some of that for sure grief is a kaleidoscope john uh, yes there's many aspects it to it my favorite rusted root song <laughs> <laughs> how does that one go I, I can't i can't even come up with something Damn. right now i thought maybe i thought maybe i'd get you to jump into it uh yeah i don't know that, i mean it's hard to like say more about this movie because we kind of described literally everything that happens in the whole movie Except they do. There's that messed up scene where they find all the dead uh, sheep and goats and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty uh, jarring. I thought yeah. the the best piece of acting from the brother is him just totally losing his shit at that scene of just like being frustrated to the point of not yeah. being able to deal with it. I was totally supportive when he left. I was just like, "Yeah, cool. Finally, someone like did the logical thing." Yeah. If the, the demons like, 
Yeah, how, no. How? Like, I know where you're going. What if you the mean, demon's like, capable of just slaughtering them? a whole pack of sheep, why can't he just slaughter all these people that he wants to kill? Well, because technically, like... Does he need them to commit suicide? Yeah, because that, it's the whole thing that, like, there's different there's different schools of theory on this, but the a main one is that a demon can't take your soul unless you invite it in or unless you, like, you make that choice to give it to them or like to give up. And so like, that's why your soul, you know? Yeah. Like I can't believe Eric didn't know that. I know. (laughs) Well, uh, like, so my brain in these scenarios, when I see a scene like that, where it's like, Oh, here's a field full of like slaughtered sheep. I can't help but just be like, what did this look like? Did they start popping like popcorn all of a sudden? Was it invisible? Did they, was there like a visible demon? Did the demon Dude, possess a wolf and then the wolf fucked up see. the sheep? I I need to know. I loved solution. when they were just throwing the deer carcasses. Like that was like the, onto the fire. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is a scene. They, <laughs> yeah, big ass fire. They went to know? a butcher to pick those up. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Looks pretty yeah. real. All right, uh, this is streaming on Shutter, right? Yes, Shutter. Actually, yeah. You know what? I caught it. I wasn't like planning to watch it, and I caught it on Shutter TV, and was like, "Well, I got to watch it for the show this week." So then I kind of just let it happen to me, which was an interesting way to do like a movie for the show. What a fun little backstory we just got here. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> and then what'd you do after the movie ended? I went to sleep. Oh, yeah, it was late. It's okay. like midnight. It's a- I would not have gone to sleep after this. <laughs> it didn't really scare me. I mean, I, like it was creepy, but I wasn't like that creeped out. Oh, no, that's good. I wasn't like uh, that day, that night I left the theater and saw one of those giant sloth decals in somebody's window and almost shit my pants. <laughs> have you guys seen these things? All right, I'll find it during the break here. What? It's the no, most terrifying thing you've ever seen in your fucking life. And Wait, what was the movie though? That- it was a scary movie. I don't remember. It was something for the show. I was already like amped up coming out in the parking lot. And I turned and saw this thing and like, it's, I'm, I'm surprised my, like, I don't know. I've never been that scared in my fucking life. <laughs> I'm wow. going to go find it right now. Interesting. I'm very interested. All right. Uh, would you recommend this? CC? Did you say CC? Yes, CC. I would. <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? John. Yeah. I'm going to say yes too. Casey. Yeah, I'd say yes. I'm also going to say yes, and Joe, I will need my top 10 on the other side. Oh, okay. All right. This was technically a 2020. Oh, but, that's uh, right. That's right. That's right. No, you're right. It's a 2020. It came out last year. We I, talked about covering this right at the end of the year. Stand down, Joe. Stand down. Okay, guys. Let's take a quick break and do some fan mail. Experience the most exciting night at the movies this summer. Very intense. I'm still shaking. I've never seen anything like it. Experience the abyss. Unbelievable. They dragged me here and I loved it. There's always something happening. It was thrilling. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Blew my mind. You felt like you were right there in the middle of the screen. The abyss. It blew Batman out of the water. Rated PG-13. Now playing Check Your Newspapers for Showtime. I'm Nell Campbell from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and you're listening to Bloody Good Horror. Send feedback to info 
info at bloodygoodhorror.com or on Twitter using hashtag AskPGH. Join Patreon to get back episodes and much more. Patreon.com slash bloodygoodhorror. What do you guys say? Can we get a verdict on whether or not that sloth thing is scary? I mean, yeah, that's pretty. It's got fucking scary. those red eyes, and it's like it's like full size. It looks like a full size thing sitting in the backseat of someone's car. I, I got so this. embarrassed slash angry at myself about how mad about how scared I got. <laughs> if you're not expecting it, you're walking Dude, around. Dude, and I was already man. amped up. Like, imagine seeing this movie and then walking through a dark parking lot. You're already like. You already got a little like scoot under your butt getting to your car. You know what I mean? I feel like its little hand is supposed to be like maybe towards the top of the windows. Right. Like, it like I thought it was. Like, yeah. It's fucking yeah. terrifying, dude. That person mm. is bad karma now for scaring me that bad. Info at bloodygoodhorror.com. Uh, we got some stuff here. Andy, this weekend, Bloody Good Horror. We're checking out the South by Southwest Online Film Festival. Highlights so far include the documentary Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, A History of Folk Horror, Mickey Keating's new film, Off Season. You know Mickey Keating, right, Joe? Oh, uh, good old Mickey. Yeah, one of the founding members of The Monkeys, The Monkeys, right? <laughs> Keating, yeah. And Barbara Crampton, Larry Fessenden-led movie called Jacob's Wife. Folks can check out all the reviews as they roll in throughout the week. Dude, look, Barbara Crampton and Larry Fessenden, sign me up for that one. I'm down for that. Yep. Um, I think we did. I think literally you are signed up for that one. I think, <laughs> I think we've got. All right. Um, Cece, really quick. Where did the book club go? There's a Reddit now, right? Yes. Um, it has moved over to the Reddit, and I meant to look that up. I think but, it's BGH um, yes. Book Club. Yes, I think it's BGH Book Club on Reddit. Um, we so are no longer on Goodreads. Alyssa, who's been running it for us and is amazing, uh, moved it over to Reddit. So... Go there to check it out. And you don't have to be on Slack or whatever. Yeah, so. and you don't have to be on Slack. Cool. Uh, we got one email this week. Caitlin in Kissimmee. Mm-hmm. A, whoever suggested Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker on Ask BGH, bless you. I am obsessed with learning about this insane movie. Please, please, if you get a free week, review it. And then actually a bunch of people are talking about it on Slack. It sounds... It sounds completely batshit crazy. Well, uh, on, is it on Shutter? I think it's on Shutter, isn't it? Butcher. B. Oats Studio Volume One is unreal and worth every second of your time. Review it. Oh. I don't. I don't know what that means. What is that? The same? Did you just completely switch topics, Eric? Or what? Just she is. Here? She's doing an A and a B situation. Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't know. I should look these up. <laughs> I, I gotta say, this week's uh, tea talk and um, oh, today's um, taxes conversation on Slack. Anytime has, there's people start talking about taxes, I'm like, cool. I'm gonna guess I'm gonna shut this for four hours until yeah, it's done. Yeah. Like I know I don't pay for the the Slack membership, but I wanted my money back after uh, the last few days. <laughs> yeah, I don't want I don't want reminders of how much I owe. Right, I come yeah. here to talk about not adult things. Um, it's see, more the teeth thing. Right? From Caitlin, you're all amazing, and I'm one third of the way through listening to all back episodes in order. It's been a few weeks and eight to nine episodes a day, but it's been a blast seeing how much the podcast has evolved in the relationship you all have, Caitlin and Kissimmee. She's getting she knows that like at a certain like CC I forget what episode joined but then like before a hundred 
Like I'm not there either. So I, <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, Joe, you, she, if she's <laughs> one third of the way through. She's already to you. So don't worry, Joe. Mm. It's okay. Probably to CC too. I think uh, I was going to say mine was as above. So below. I do whatever. remember that. Yeah. I feel like, I remember, like I remember that's the episode we discovered that like John really isn't that smart, right? Like we're <laughs> yeah. that's you know I never said that by the way that was all something I, know, I think said. it was like the Duke um, thing that, that was episode three hundred one so that's a, basically a slightly yeah. less than a, halfway through the catalog so she's already <laughs> or she's not to you yet she is to Joe yeah you're welcome that came out oh these aren't dated correctly so I actually don't know. Anyway, info at bloodygoodhorror.com. Joe. I would hope after 15 years you all know that I like bad movies. <laughs> What's that? Are we on? We've got to be like 13 at this that's, point, right? That's not. No, me. it's 14 because it was 2007. No. Huh. Oh. Yeah. She's allowed to round so. up sometimes. Is it 14? Uh-huh. I don't I'm not good at math. The math, yeah. John. That's fucking crazy. Isn't that weird? Like, what eventually the, the show will be fuck? old enough to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Hopefully, I just got dizzy thinking about that. All right, Joe. Um, what else we got floating out there today? Uh, we are on Twitter at uh, BG Horror. Every week we use the hashtag SBGH. If you uh, you want to send in a question or you know just a comment, like this first person from Erie, Arizona, does this guy from the Tripping Daisies music video kind of look like Schnars? What's your opinion? Um, and I, I probably should have sent you all this like while we're talking. Do you guys remember Trippin' Daisies? It was um, it was this band. They sang that uh, I Got a Girl. I got a girl. Yeah. Na, 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 na. <laughs> I, I actually remember it. That's all I know. <laughs> Please don't, I don't ever do that again. the song that Casey's singing, but I no. don't remember. Unfamiliar. <laughs> No, I don't remember uh, any of that stuff that you're talking about. But here, I'll put the the picture. It does. It has uh, a John esque uh, sort of look about him, although a little bit younger, uh, a little you know more sprightly. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean this this. <laughs> I want to say this was like late '90s, maybe early 2000s that they were popular. So, you know, John, you're you're aging, buddy. All right. Um, I'll evaluate <laughs> this. Yeah. Holy shit! That does look like Schnars. A little bit, right? <laughs> Whoa, yeah, it does. I that actually first, don't remember this video. Sure does. With the hair that, now, especially. That first yeah. picture is spot on. Oh, John, can you get a little gold hoop earring like this guy? Can we oh. just attest it out? Oh, my lord. Yeah. No. Oh. Say the word, John, and it'll be in the mail. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if we could see his drug rug, drug rug, it'd be fucking spot on. Can you go to like a... a what do they used to call those things in the mall? Were those things in the mall that we you like get your ear pierced? They had a, oh, the it? piercing pagoda. Piercing pagoda. Yes. yes. What? You didn't oh, just go to Claire's? Can we just, uh, well, that was like, it was a kiosk out in the mall with this piercing pagoda. Yeah. Like, no, it, was it was like open. Pagoda was my first It was time. like open air. So you'd like, everybody could see it happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we should make that a Patreon tier. Schnars gets his uh, ears pierced. I'm not getting, like, oh, guys, God. come on. And then for like a few weeks, you'd have to wear like a stud in there until I, until I heal. Oh, I think it's <laughs> made it this far in my life. I'm not getting my goddamn ear pierced. Oh, oh come on. Oh, John, don't judge. All right. Some of I us. Mean, yeah. yeah. No, I so, mean, God bless. Anyone there are amounts of money at which I would talk about it. John, you're, you're sounding a little Republican-y right now, to be honest <laughs> with your, your judgment. But, all right. I'm up to at least three piercings. Another one's not a big deal. There you go. <laughs> Uh, next up from our good friend Alex Jones. 
Uh, did you figure out who hacked you? Was it that motherfucker, Jeff Fahey? <laughs> I love how we get hacked. Like, okay, this is a thing that happens sometimes. Like, according to Mark, we're just honest. We're on like a group server with a bunch of other sites. So if like the high level stuff gets hacked, like all the sites do, and then you just clean it up, whatever. Mark, Mark's Mark like trying so to fix it. Joe goes and tweets about it <laughs> while Mark's trying to fix it. Yeah, he was... He he's never gonna like outright tell you because he's Mark, but he was like, I maybe wouldn't have tweeted about it. <laughs> you know what that means, Joe. You know what that means. You're on a list. No, we I just were so then Joe tweeted about it again. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you got to double down. I just want to throw in there that with the site being hacked, my job day to day today is dealing with hackers. So let me know. Casey, I feel like it's I like, like how you we're Casey, bringing in the army to fight like fucking, you yeah, know, little like literally like call customer <laughs> Also, I like how you home. think any of us have any control over what Mark does. <laughs> yeah. Like go talk to him, bro. Yeah. I I God's Godspeed. I am I'm here for it, but Yeah. I probably uh, could have told you how they got in. Uh, next up from Fusilotoro. Uh what do you think is scarier? Rural horror? Or urban horror. The rural I mean, it's, it's, it's too broad of a question. Like it all depends on who's directing and what you know. No, the city can be it's scary. It's definitely rural. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean more rural for John, what about, I would agree John, with John, but what about, I like urban horror better. I John, think, I, what about I think urban horror? I like urban fun. horror, but rural you get more cults mixed in and I like that. John, what about Candyman? I'm just saying it can be yeah, scary. Look, I, like I'm not saying there's not good. I mean, I have one horror. good. I have yeah. one good example, but still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we can like both. <laughs> what about Tales from the Hood, John? Oh. <laughs> two <laughs> Tales from the Hood. What two. About Jason takes Manhattan. Oh, dude, <laughs> you know, like, that shit is dope. Jason- <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next up, and I'm petrified. One because Renee is my one and only true fan. And two, she called me out like a couple weeks ago for like, she pretty much said like, I'm going to fucking find you and murder you if you just stop, you know, can say my name right. Uh, so Deus Ex Manatee. God, I, I hope I said it right. Yeah. Isn't it right? Hold Please. on, hold on one second, Joe, because this always bothers me too. Can you spell the first word of that? Uh, D-E-U-S. It's Deus. Deus. It's, yeah, isn't that what I said? You said you say Deo, yeah. Deus or Deos or something? It's Deus. Deus. It still I mean, counts. Let's be honest, Eric. Close to fucking enough. I think Joe's on, on par. I, it's uh, like it's a like, roller coaster ride every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I love her because she listens to the show and literally like within 10 minutes, I'll get a message on Slack being like, no. No, but this has been know. bothering me since before she brought it up. It's, it's like Deus Ex Machina. It's a play off of that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, right. yeah exactly. We should have Jose Deus Ex Machina every week and just see how you play that on loop. See how uh, it evolves. What's your opinion on spooky movies that never fully show you the monster? Do you feel uh, slighted if you don't see the full shebang, or would you prefer to use your imagination? I mean, Blair. I feel like most of the time, when show the monster, I'm really disappointed. So Blair yeah, Witch is one of my Blair Witch is one of my all time favorite movies. So like. You know, but so yeah. is the thing. It really depends on the execution. Yeah, I mean, it just depends. If the thing, it's well, whatever. We, that's it's not even like a monster, right? It's like it. Well, it's, can many, be it's many monsters. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the thing's kind of its own thing, right? You, we didn't talk about. It. I meant to bring this up. Did you all notice that that um, it's like the second scene of this film? There's a shot of all the sheep, 
and in there is the fucking demon. Like there, I swear to God, I didn't like rewind it, but I'm pretty sure if you took a screen grab, it's like a, it's like a dude with a white face mask on. Did you guys see this? I'll have to go back. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I mean now, cause now I want to see it, but I will say like in the ritual, like I thought that that monster design was super good. Yeah. Yeah. When the payoff is really good, it's great. But if it's shitty, it's like, you should have just let it go. Right. Uh, all right. Next up from, I think first time question, JL Kemble. Um, What's your favorite horror remake? <sighs> I mean, I think we all loved the Evil Dead remake, right? Yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, it was our film the, of the year a couple of years yeah. back. The Crazies is probably the, the biggest crazies upgrade. The okay. Crazies okay, is pretty yeah. good, too. I do like the original, but that's... Where do we net know. out on Evil Dead 2? Does that count as a remake? It kind I, of I, is, honestly. It's like a, re- it's like a reboot, is. sort of. Like reboot yeah. slash sequel. I don't know. I'm not... I love both of them, but... That's a really I don't good. really know that there's a remake that I'm just like I love, but I don't know. The thing. I mean, we all yeah, like the thing. That's true. Wait, you mean like the 1980 the thing? It's a remake yeah. of a, yeah, no, I, the but, thing from yeah. outer space, John. I'm done. I understand. Thanks, you know, <laughs> explainer <laughs> guy. How about I like that. Uh, John asked the question and I got snotty. How about 78 Return of the Body Snatchers? That's a pretty dope ass movie, John. Or no, Invasion yeah. of the Body Snatchers? Return of the Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So there you go, a, a lukewarm answer. Uh, next up, John's uh, favorite listener, C.O.W. Flanagan. Daddy Joe, have you ever auditioned for a reality TV show? Which one would you most want to be a part of now? I'd want to be on that show where women are tricked into thinking I'm a millionaire, but all I got is four STDs. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Millionaire. Remember that show, Joe? It was only one season, right? Joe Millionaire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do. So I've thought about this a lot and I struggle because I, and Leslie and I talk about this a lot. Like I'm scared if I was ever on like a big brother type thing, like we're on the podcast, people sort of know me and I can say like stupid things like, you know, maybe things that would disqualify me from ever running for office or something. But like, you know, it's Joe. I feel like if I'm ever on one of those in like week two, I make one of these dumb comments like. I get out and like I've lost my job and like have no future, you know, like that, I get scared about that. Yeah, man. It's but a, then like it's a, a survivor, like I don't think I could ever do no, those. I, those mm. yeah, I don't think I'd want to be on any reality TV show, honestly. Yeah. Call yeah, still encourages me every year to audition for Big Brother because she thinks that'd be great. I can make friends with in, in, inanimate objects. <sighs> No, I'd be gone. gone. I can't say it right now, but I can't. I don't want to be on a reality show. So, my kids and I have been watching Floor is Lava. Have you guys watched Floor is Lava? No, it's that's like a competition show, right? Though it's like a lot of fun. Yeah, Yeah. I'd be be all about that. (laughs) It's actually really hard. I I I have two surgically repaired shoulders. It wouldn't go well for me, but yeah. Do you have like that show uh, nailed it on Netflix? I wouldn't mind being on that. I love Nicole Byer. John, I think what's going on? Okay, I mean, if I could bake really well, I mean, I can bake okay, but not like no. The the point is, you can't bake well. Yeah, that's the the thing. No, I I meant for I would be on the Great British Bake Off. Oh, oh, oh. no, Cece, you'd get your ass handed to you. I'm just gonna. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Those people are 
Yeah. John, what's the deal with those oh. shoulders? You got some like uh, cadaver bones in there or something? Like how how they no, put you back together? He just wants to know if you'll be able to hold him. Is this like uh, <laughs> uh, I'm small. I'm not worried about that. Is this like you, a bro. what do they do here? I want to know. There's some shit I can't like. It's mostly uh, up and to the back. We can talk about it offline. That's <laughs> bad. What is happening? It's not great. I just want to know if you have like cadaver joints. I had two. No, no, I don't think. No, no. Isn't that what they? Is that like knees or something they do that with? With your ACL or something? Well, you could you could have cadaver parts in your shoulder probably, but uh, my I just had two torn labrums and oh, (laughs) it's not great. Cool. My torn labrum. Uh, all right. I don't recommend it. That's correct. Next up, uh, our good friend Erica. That's cheesy whiz. Uh, how does Joe feel the Tiki Takis are going? Any chance of a tiny fighter battle in the summer? No. Uh, I don't know what that means. The that's, tiny fighter. That's an old, the tiny fighters. That's, that's an old reference that no one else is still alive would understand. Yeah, oh. nobody's ever accused me of being. The, those tiny. are two completely unrelated thoughts, Joe. Why don't you just tell us about TikTok? Oh. Uh, I mean, I enjoy it a great deal. I, I think, you know, it all hinges on like people sending in questions and stuff, but like I, I have a blast when I do it. I'd love so. to know what it is you're up to on there. I mean, I could just I literally, I just make stupid comments and ask people to send in questions and then I'll just make stupid comments based on the questions. Sunday night, I did post a video of me just clearing my throat for 60 seconds while my daughter <laughs> laughed like a mental patient <laughs> in the background. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, I mean, I've, I'm slowly losing interest, but, you know, I think we got like a week or two left. Uh, all right. Next up, Nelson Tommy. Hi, guys. Just wanted to say hi. And like a little little waving emoji. Hey, so. Hey, Nelson. Hello, Nelson. Uh, all right. Last but not least, then we'll jump over to Instagram from Skizbot. What is your worst kitchen injury? Everyone has all their fingers? Question mark. Worst kitchen um, injury? That's a good question. I have a great answer. Go ahead. Uh, well, I so when I first moved to New York City, I was living in Jersey, and I used to go to this place called the Village Idiot, which is the greatest bar that that ever existed, and I, I miss it every day. Um, but I got like really, really super drunk there, and then came home, stumbled all the way to my apartment, and uh, decided I needed to eat something. It was like midnight, and I was very, very like blitzed. And I thought, well, soup seems like a great idea. So I, I crack open the can, put it in the um, the pot, spill some as I'm doing this, obviously. Put it on the stove, sit on the couch, almost pass out. Wake up. The soup is boiling, like almost over. I freak out, run over, slip on the soup that Ooh. I had spilled, <laughs> fall down, knock the pot. Hot soup splashes <laughs> in my face. <laughs> you ever see Session Nine, Joe? It's very similar yeah. to something the, that happens in like that movie. the blood curdling scream that I let out. <laughs> like I'm surprised my neighbors didn't call the cops or something. So I'm sitting there, my face is burning. I don't know what to do. I'm drunk. I'm like, I gotta get some lotion on this thing. <laughs> Decide to do that. I don't have any actual lotion, so I take like this. You remember when oh, you God. used to get like cologne and it would come with like. Aftershave, uh, lotion. Oh no, you didn't. So I take that, put it on my face. Next day, I wake up. My face is like crusted over. (laughs) (laughs) I freak out. Go into the city, like start heading to work. I get to work. My friend there, she's like, "You gotta go to the fucking emergency." Yeah, (laughs) your face is fucked. I go there. I wait there for. 
John, I don't know if you remember St. Vincent's, but it's a, the yeah, hospital yeah. used to be down. No, I, yeah. It's closed now. I wait there for like an hour with like just like the most frightening people you've <laughs> yeah. ever seen. People that would be in an emergency room at like 9 a.m. on a Wednesday. Finally, like get to see a doctor. <laughs> they gave me a tetanus shot, a tube of Neil Sporn, and a packet on reconstructive surgery. <laughs> oh my God. The doctor's Joe. like, you might need this in a few weeks. Holy shit. Do you <laughs> wow. have any scars from it? Yeah, my way. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it healed fine. I mean, I. Do you have any scars? Did it? No. <laughs> that's literally crazy dude the worst one of the worst oh, nights of my crazy. life damn yeah not in the kid like i've never done that other than just i've never like i've cut myself a few times kind of yeah. nasty but never, never never anything that involved like stitches but i did one time before a test at college got like a really tall cup of tea and you know like when you're you're at like a cafe and you're like doing it self-serve, like how hot that shit gets and just sits yeah. all day. And I just did the thing like it was too high because they would always do it too high, a little bit spilled out, hit my hand. I then, you know, you shake. I just all up my arm, my hand. This was like five minutes before I had a final in biology. And I went into this class and literally was like shaking because it was like really intense burn. And the teacher ended up bringing me like an ice pack to like ice my arm while I was like one arm like taking this like biology final. It's pretty <laughs> it's brutal. Such a college student injury. Dude, it was so stupid. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> I have I told the story about not so, nearly as bad as Joe's face though. And yes. Kate, Caitlin's story from last week would have been perfect for this. Oh yeah, it's yes, true. also true. Uh, it, I CC it involved it CC it involved jalapenos and um, uh, oral loving. Oh oh <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh god. I, I worked like, at a pizza shop. I can only imagine. In uh, in it was my like senior year of college, and I was working there uh, under the table. Oh so my like, God, you were like a pizza shop, bro. I love that. Well, I and know. like I was just doing like all this yes. shit, right? Like, so at one point, he sends me back. The guy who runs the place, he's like, "Hey, I need you to make croutons." When they make <laughs> croutons, it's basically just like you take the rolls that are stale and you chop them up. And so I'm like chopping them up, chopping them up. I, I'm meanwhile, keep, the, the important part here is I'm paid entirely under the table. And like, so, you know, I'm making it's, the croutons. It's a, yeah, I'm just going huge <laughs> knife, boom, 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 go right through the end of my left finger. Ooh. And like, not like a, it, it wasn't like a huge thing, but I took off like a nice chunk, blood <sighs> everywhere. You know, it's like your thumb. So it's just bleed. this dude, the owner, comes back, freaks out. Get out of here. Get out of my kitchen. Like, literally, as I walk out of the door, I'm like white in the face because I'm bleeding everywhere. Hands me like a hundred dollars. It's just like go. Like I don't want to see you anymore. That was definitely the worst. Wait, did you get fired for that? Wait, was that the last day you worked there? Um no, I I was gonna I say went I don't think it's legal it to was, fire you for injuring yourself. No, dude. no, it was pretty close to like the end of when I had to go back to school anyway, but I think I went back like a week later or something. I don't remember. <laughs> I still have a pretty good scar. Like it's like you know, it's, it's like uh, my fingertips a little gone at that point on my thumb. So just the tip, Joe. Yeah, it's the tip. Uh, all right, let's go over to Instagram. We're on Instagram at Bloody Good Horror. Uh, every Tuesday we post up. You can send in questions or you know whatever you want to do. Uh, first up, as always, uh, our friend who refuses to use the form. How psyched are you to have won everything forever? By gifting Schnars a drug rug. Chef's kiss, my friend. <laughs> it was, Who said I mean, that? I, I've got to credit uh, Instagram to, to give me the idea. Because I think last week or the week before, someone asked, 
how long before Schnarr starts wearing a drug rug? Right, he got served. At which point, I thought, like, well, that seems like a great idea. These came up. You mean you weren't just served the ad via Instagram? Well, I mean, now I am constantly. I remember I these. I do. I like John's. Like, I feel like I might need a second one. I'm pretty sure you <laughs> bought yours, Joe, after it came up on the show a couple of years ago. Like, the conversation came so, up the first yeah, time. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I had been arguing with the wife for years that so I funny. needed one. And she had been Do you wear it. this? Uh, yeah, during the summer, like, if we're, we're doing, we have, like, a, a fire pit outside. So, if, oh, you know, we're hanging out. It's such a dad move. Yeah, oh my God. absolutely. Wow. Yeah. All right, here's the the regular questions over in the the formsies. Uh just started BGH his house episode and no Joe. Weird that I want to skip it? Question mark? No. Not weird yes. at all. Yes, you should love all of us equally. Yes. Eh, We're I mean, all awesome. Uh, let's I mean, let's not put it in order. Like, <laughs> I think <laughs> Let's not get personal. Uh next up, how's the TikToks going? Uh, we already kind of talked about this, but you know, it's it's hanging in there. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Where can I go to get four plus hours of group discussion on the proper temperature for tea? <laughs> Slack. Uh, and that is our Slack group, apparently. Um, what was it yeah. like Monday or Tuesday? It was Just long tea it was, discussion. I think it was yesterday. Yep. Random I mean, nonsense. Tuesday. I mean, if you like tea, that's your thing. But just know. I think I'm better than you for drinking coffee. Like, I mean, <laughs> listen, I drink, I would drink coffee if I could, but I can't. So I drink tea, but I will say there's a huge difference between drinking tea, like in bags and actually buying decent, like loose tea. It's a significant. I figured it out recently. It takes me like three cups of coffee to be functional. <laughs> Dude, Casey, you, you might want to try it out right worry. now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, 13 glasses of tea presumably. I want to yes. be on your level no please. now John yeah. not when you're making it like me though that's the point you get yourself the thing where you're, ma- you're making yourself you can put as much tea in there as you want that's what I'm saying there like I'm go. to the point where I don't think I would be regular if I wasn't <laughs> and also ma- oh Joe but that's the beauty of matcha is because matcha also has fiber in it so it's gonna I, get you there I mean I love you but I wish I could slap you in the face <laughs> right now for saying that sentence <laughs> listen Joe sometimes we gotta adapt like, I get it. It's 2021. But like, still, I mean, part of me doesn't want to disappoint my great grandfather, even though he's been dead for like 20 years. <laughs> oh, I don't. I've never once thought about my great grandfather, Joe, or my grandfather and what they might think. My grandfather was probably super racist. I would well, know if he ever be. spoke to anyone. So, so le- legit. My what great the fuck, Casey? <laughs> Casey, buddy. Don't worry. It gets <laughs> better. You set these next few plays out, huh, buddy? <laughs> my great. My great-great-grandfather was a prohibitionist to Babyface Nelson. What? <laughs> All right. The... All right, man. He made uh, the most whiskey. All right, let's try and get through this before Casey dies. Uh, <laughs> what goes good with being lonely? Weed. Uh, and movies. Yeah. Your right hand? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, left hand if you're left handed. Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, whatever. Or, or reverse, you know? Stranger. Yeah, what do they call it? The stranger? Stranger. <laughs> yep. No, that's, you're right. You're right. Both hands is the answer. <laughs> oh, I should say, what was that site I was talking about? Overkink? Yeah. I feel like I yes. talked about it like three weeks ago and they went down for like two weeks. I mean, I'm Are they sure. back? Is that what the other They're back is? up. They're running. 
you know, everybody, please feel free. I'm sure like the wave of traffic they were getting based on my recommendation was was overwhelming. I don't know. It was several people commenting on it. I yeah. saw it's a great site. Joe caused their site to go down. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh shit, three or four people are in the site. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> we were Shut not pre- we were not prepared for this. How many dildos do we have left? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm sitting in a 12 hour in person work meeting. What life Ooh, choices no. led me to this? Come on. 12 hour. That can't be, that can't be real. No. I mean, nothing for nothing. I don't want to sound like a dick, but like, you got a fucking job. Like, calm down. Sit on your goddamn meeting. All right. <laughs> Is that too real for you, John? <laughs> That's fine, Joe. You got it. You got it. Uh, next up, I had a lot of questions on this one. Why does my back sweat smell worse than my pit sweat? <laughs> Gross, first of all. <laughs> Dude. Also, how? Joe, that yeah. was Joe's question. How, yeah, right? how, do you, how do you know? Yeah, how do you smell your back? Yeah, there's a lot of questions. I'm going to recommend a couple things for you. You're going to want like a back scrubber situation for your shower, probably, and then maybe like an astringent that you use yeah, on your back. I'm worried about your, about your back. Um, oh, here's what I, I missed this one apparently during the week. Is jalapeno the quote unquote hottest pepper you can handle? And I assume we're talking about during mouth love. I when I used to oh <laughs> I gotcha. I thought we were just no. talking in general. No, like, get into it, Eric. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want any peppers involved with mouth love, John. No, thank we, you. I gotta tell you, like I, we talked about this last week. This is so Joe's I thing. had a similar instance with with the misses, and it was probably the best I've ever had in my life. It's very, <laughs> it feels dangerous, but there's a lot of tingling. It's each his own, really. Uh, yeah. Wait, we've talked about that. Uh, we are the champion show, Joe. I think you watched it, right? What we are what? the champions on Netflix. Have we talked about this? I don't think so. No. There's a show on Netflix called We Are the Champions. Each episode is it's a documentary, like short documentary film thing, and each episode is about a different competition. And the second episode is about the hottest chili pepper eating competition. Oh, interesting. No, I'm gonna watch this, dude. You would love it. It's it's really well done. That's a I mean, that episode, but all of the episodes are very good. And there's only six of them. It's not like... No, I'm going to check that out. Uh, Have you developed any strange hobby during the pandemic? Hmm. Define strange? No, No. I'm uh, bottling my first homebrew this weekend. Oh, there you go. Of course you are. Uh, And I bought two more uh, little uh, kits. With that that hair. I thought you said you bought two more little kids. <laughs> no, I, I, I have two kids. I got plenty. CC, I don't need any more. Of yeah, why are you buying them? Yeah. You can't seem to stop making them. Why would you be buying them? Oh, stop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I've gotten good at the uh, the bread baking, but I don't think that's strange. I cry a lot. I cry just out of <laughs> I nowhere, mean, like right. A lot. Emotional outbursts, uncontrollable. Like, just like, oh, it's a disaster. I don't know if that's a hobby. I wish it wasn't. I want to stop, John. <laughs> Uh, we should move on why is teaching dividing fractions so hard I mean you just turn one of the fractions upside down and then you multiply them because they're stupid and meaningless that's why Mm. fractions oh boy All right. Uh, what's trending in horror now is it cults or just pandemics I think that I mean this kind of grief porn we're talking about. Like, that's kind of what I'm seeing a lot of is, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I mean, that's a little derisive, I understand, but it's like this 
when I say prestige horror, I mean like we're going to make a horror movie about fucking feelings and real human shit and emotions. And you're going to hate yourself when it's over. Well, like there was like this movie. It's like this, that movie, um, it's relic. Like, it's like 90% um, of what we've done last year, John. Like you can talk about almost no, anything well, we reviewed. So I, you're not wrong. However, I would say that it's the whole thing has gotten so fucked up because production is, is like, who the hell knows what horror movies would have come out in the last 18 months. Yeah, that's also true. If like things had been being released, we know there's like 15 movies that got shelved. There's and- different branches of it. It's a lot of like prestige horror, honestly, like, cause there's different yeah. branches. There's the grief stuff, but there's also the kind of Jordan Peele vein of like very socially conscious horror, right? Like there's, right. you're seeing a lot of like, you know, first time female directors coming out. You're seeing a lot of like black filmmakers making, issue movies really like or, or, or movies that kind of focus on those social justice issues right well, that's but those in, in their own way to, to me address something specific yeah they're kind of, i mean like the douchey term would be like elevated horror i guess maybe prestige horror i just feel better saying that john <laughs> elevated horror makes my blood i know yeah like but really good. but there elevated. is a difference between <laughs> that kind of stuff and psycho Goreman, right like there's there's yeah. a difference i guess is what i'm saying but people are like really aiming to stretch the definition of a genre film. They're really aiming to address a lot of human, real human shit while doing it. And the thing is, it's just, it doesn't always mean it's good. Sometimes there's, you know, diminishing returns Mm. on stuff. Uh, Next one. And I I think this is literally just a, like a statistic question. What horror franchise has the most movies? Yes. I think I mean, somebody on Slack 13? was is doing Amityville and counted there's like 20 Amityville movies or something crazy. Yeah, oh. yeah. I thought there were like 10 Hellraisers now, isn't? Didn't we? I don't know. Casey <laughs> <laughs> right. chimes in with his answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, this uh, could be looked up for sure. Nah. Uh, is the time change an eldritch terror? I don't know what the fuck that is. Dude. Or does it ke- <laughs> help keep Cthulhu sleeping? No, it's it, 100% eldritch horror. I think, and I don't, I don't mean this to offend you, Casey, but I think you can assume these questions are not directed at you for the rest of the show. <laughs> I don't care, Joe. I'm going to take them that way, anyways. <laughs> I don't like. I get that you're a little tired for like a day or two, but I don't understand why people act like an hour difference is just like completely fucking thrown off their I, lives. I, for, like... I tend to agree with Joe. It, there's a lot of hand wringing, John, um, yeah. including including one movie called The Amityville Vibrator. I count 22 Amity movies on the wikipedia page wait <laughs> what <laughs> i know about this yeah joe um that was released on june 6th 2020 direct video is that oh, really it didn't go to the- theaters <laughs> like <laughs> i mean i'm, I'm, get, I'm well, guessing it's just like a pandemic vibrator, John, right? yeah yeah true i believe that was released on disney plus <laughs> <laughs> Comedy. Um, Kathy right. moves into a new home and soon comes into contact with a vibrator with ancient evil powers. Two mm. researchers must locate the possessed item before Kathy and anyone else she encounters becomes a sex slave for Satan. Satan. I mean, I'm trying right. to locate it. Like, doing that. Yeah, we where? don't know where it is. It's literally in like the nightstand or in the owner. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, here. Review suggestion, Block Island Sound on Netflix last week. Anybody? Okay. Cool. I did 
I know I heard of that when you posted about it and you made a joke about Long Island. Yeah. Well, my my joke was Oh god. I dated guys uh, the poster yeah. for this Amityville Firefighter is real fucking good. Hold on. Yeah, I want to see this. Hold on, that's awesome. Uh, all right, we got two more here. Thoughts on breakfast for dinner? Very pro. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah, love yeah, I love this. Eggs, pancakes, yeah. bacon, do it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Waffles. Um, I can eat waffles any time of the day. Joe, the tagline this, for uh, this movie Biscuits biscuits and gravy. Mm-hmm. The tagline for this <laughs> Joe, the tagline for this movie is for God's sake, get off. <laughs> Directed by Nathan Rumler, also famous director of movies Fang Boner and Gay for Prey. Huh. So that's, that's also cool. my senior prom theme. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I sent the um, sent right, the let, chat there, the poster. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested. Staff picks. Uh all right, last but not least, I'm having my COVID jab. Wish me luck, please, you legend. Good luck. Yeah. Everyone go to Indiana. I get mine's Friday. I'm so excited. Nice. Oh, awesome. I got mine last Friday. I'm just like, I figure my parents are pretty good all set. So like, you know, I'm just, um, whatever at this point. Mm, I feel better about it. I get very, like I'm getting, uh, I'm getting it, but I'm just wait. I have to wait now, but I feel better in general knowing that my parents have it is what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, while I wait. I don't know. I want one, and Suzanne thinks I'm being an asshole by like being pissed off about it, and then you know. No, I'm pissed too, dude. Fuck that shit. Give it to me. Yeah. For God's sake. I'm with you, John. I don't understand why they're not all just like, you know, how many people out there need jobs, John? You made the point about like just open them up 24 seven. Let's get rotating shifts. Yeah. I don't care if I don't care if they're a trade nurse or not. How hard can it be to inoculate somebody, John? Just I'll inoculate myself. Jesus (laughs) Christ! Like, (laughs) well, you know what they're doing in Illinois, which I think is genius, is they're actually if you volunteer to work at these centers, like literally just like directing traffic, helping people park, then you get the vaccine. I would do that. Like they're getting more people to come. They don't even have that shit in Maryland. This is like Maryland like can't get their head out of their ass to do. Well, I mean, I'm Georgia's basically the same way. I'm surprised that. They opened it to 16 and above with health issues on this Monday. To be fair, John, Maryland's barely a state. You drive right through it. I'm not here to defend Maryland. All right? <laughs> is, I'm moving back to New York as soon as I can. So, <laughs> Not Philly, huh? Uh, no. I, come on. I've been in New York 15 years. Come on. That's it for questions. Wow. Unless we want to talk about where John is currently located for a few more minutes. No. <laughs> I think we're good here. I don't think we picked a movie, did we, for next week? Oh, we have an offline. I mean, I think we've got Amityville Boner or whatever this <laughs> thing is. Boner. Amityville Vibrator. No, Joe, it's Amityville Vibrator oh. by the director of Fang Boner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's get, my favorite uh, like, book right. we had to read in elementary school, White Fang Boner. <laughs> so choose your own adventure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we're doing next week. It's fine. But uh, visit us at patreon.com slash bloodygoodhorror. You can check out John, get the live stream. Check out John's ring light. It's pretty exciting. See this facial hair I've been talking about for years. Uh, you can also get back episodes of the show and access to Slack. And don't forget Joe's on Cameo. Easter's coming up. Some, yeah. I mean, some you want Joe to wish week. your really religious like mother or aunt or something like happy Easter? <laughs> get Joe on the case, you know? So we, I got a few this week, and my favorite was um, a, a guy who used to send them in a lot, and used to like refer to his wife as his ex girlfriend, which I thought was hilarious. 
So he hasn't sent one in a few weeks and sent it in referring to my ex-girlfriend could use a pick-me-up. I had forgotten that that was the joke, so I sent a, like an eight-minute video about how this woman is better off without this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he sends one in a day later like, no, we're married, remember? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, but you know, no, Joe doesn't remember. Birthdays. Why? That's yeah, that's on he you for. No, that's on you remember. for expecting Joe to remember that. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. real. But it was hilarious. I mean, I'm I have sure to remind Joe who I am every week when I get on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember and me? I immediately try to forget the yeah. moment we hang up. <laughs> Um, anyway, so cameo.com slash bloody good horror. And if you can find Joe on TikTok, if you know enough about TikTok to find Joe in there, enjoy all that and let me know how it's going. And uh, that's it. So hope you enjoyed the show and we'll talk to you next week. See you. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye.